Welcome to another episode of the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty, joined by two people today, very frequent and special guests at this point, joined by, of course, Jay. Jay, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the pod. Like I say every time, it's always a pleasure to talk ball and just record the pod with you. And then, of course, we got Carson, bro. Carson, first time in a while, but this isn't unfamiliar grounds to you. We've recorded some pods together. Absolutely, yes. And thanks for having me back. It's always a, a great time uh, on the pod with you, Ty. And uh, should, should be a fun podcast. So. Yeah, can't wait. Um, just three degenerates about to talk ball. <laughs> um, uh, diving into the NFL week two, um, week one. How did you guys do week one? Did you guys make money week one? Um, so, so I did. I did pretty good. I had a four leg alternate parlay um, with the Chiefs and a few other teams that that hit and paid out. I want to say like plus three hundred, and then I ended up losing another bet um, because the, the Bills ended up losing to the the Jets. But I hedged at halftime at like ten to one, and so I, I ended up wow. actually profiting yeah. on 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 that that bet as well so i uh i i did it okay so no complaints for week one nice nice yeah uh diving into week two we're gonna go through every single game um just picking by the spread but we're gonna give you some of our locks some of the ones that we're putting our hard-earned money on um that we feel really good about going into week two so yeah if you two are ready i uh think we all got the same line so um just dive right in. I mean, do you guys have anything on the Thursday night game? I did pretty well on the Thursday night game with props. Um, looked like the public cleaned up uh, all the public one, like all the public bets. Um, Grayson from Twitter wanted me to ask if uh, you're still good, doing good after that. Jordan Addison, uh, over. <laughs> so, so I uh, fortunately actually did not bet the Jordan Addison uh, pick, but I did have a little four-leg prop parlay with uh, Cousins over yards, Cousins over touchdowns, uh, Vikings within seven and a half. And then I needed needed Justin Jefferson touchdown, though. And he was so close like two or three times. Oh, that's brutal. He unfortunately did not get the touchdown, and so I lost that prop parlay. But uh, hopefully I have a little better luck this, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, diving in, boys. Diving in. I'm, I'm pumped. So let's just get going. Uh, week two lines. Um, Sunday games. Chargers. I'm starting. The first game I'm seeing is Chargers at Titans. Uh, we got the Chargers as a three point road favorite. Um, I'll just go ahead and start it off because this is honestly one of my locks of the week. I love the Titans plus three in this spot as a ro- as a home dog. Um, and I just think, I mean, the Titans, they played pretty well with the Saints last week outside of Ryan Tannehill, honestly. Like, if you watch that game, you, you saw that Ryan Tannehill really threw that game away. But their defense played well. Henry looked pretty good for it. looked like he was still, you know, pretty much the same King Henry we've come to know. Um, Hopkins was making some plays. I just think Tannehill needs to take care of the ball. This Chargers defense notoriously has had trouble stopping the run. Like, I just think this is a good matchup for Tennessee and getting points at home. Uh, this, this reflects pretty much like if you were to flip this, the Chargers would be like, what, a, a nine point home favorite. This feels too high to me. 
Um, I even like the Titans on the money line, honestly. Like, I just like getting the points here. I think these teams are pretty even, and I think this line's off. So I'll go ahead and start the pot off with the lock. I got Titans plus three as a lock. I'm, I'm already, I've already bet it, and I've already bet money line just for uh, full discretion. But, yeah, I really like the Titans here. So I'll go ahead and uh, jump in next if you don't mind, Jeremy. So um, th- th- this one was uh, a-, a difficult one for myself. Uh, I feel like it's kind of a stay away for myself personally, gambling-wise. I could kind of see it going either way. And uh, it looks like, you know, the, the money versus the-, the number of bets is-, is pretty even as well. 53% of the money on Titans, 47% on the Chargers, 58% of the, the bets on Chargers, 42% on the Titans. So the, the Sharks are actually leaving a little bit Titans right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty split but uh i i actually went chargers I, i'm not betting this one personally i'm uh staying away from this one i i think it really is a coin flip and i i wouldn't blame you for taking those three points and, and what could be a coin flip game it's, it's on the road um the chargers are on the road titans are at home um but yeah i i, I the chargers put up a lot of points their offense looked good we won against the, the dolphins their defense did not look as good and the titans hung around uh a pretty good Saints team, in my opinion, week one. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't have too much to add to what you had. I, I'm going to lean Chargers the, uh, minus three, but I, I'm staying away from the gambling lines. Um, I'm honestly taking Tennessee. I, I think Tennessee's in a good spot where, like Ty was saying, I think L.A. struggles against the run. I think their defensive play was not very good in week one. I mean, Miami had, what, 38 points? or whatever, and yeah, I like the Titans here as a home dog, plus three, even on the money line, like Ty was saying, I think I think it's a really good spot with with that run game, it's just can Tannehill. Yeah, you probably shouldn't lock Tannehill, but yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and do it, like I just, especially the Chargers, like you said, Carson, they, it's not like they look bad in week one, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, uh, looks like we got two on the Titans, one on the Chargers, so to the next game and uh this one another 11 o'clock game between two i don't know about surprising one and oh both one and oh but two one and oh nfc teams we got the green bay packers going to the atlanta falcons um we'll just go reverse order in this one jay if you want to go ahead what do you think here for falcons minus one i mean this one i will say quickly like this line has kind of went all over the place it was packers minus one and a half like i saw earlier um, and now, given the injury report for Green Bay, it's kind of flipped to Atlanta, uh, minus one. Quay Walker and concussion protocol. Aaron Jones dealing with the hamstring injury. Christian Watson still dealing with the hamstring injury. So, I don't know. Like, those guys are still all questionable as of recording. So, I don't know if they're going to play. But that's affecting this line. But what do you think here, Jay? Um, so, I'm taking Atlanta minus one on the spread. I like where Atlanta is in uh, this situation. They're at home. Green Bay's on the road with the young offense. And like you said, they're missing some of their stars offensively. Aaron Jones, you know, he he played outstanding week one. And, you know, I I don't see the Packers having that amount of success again in week two against Atlanta. If Jones doesn't play, I think Jones is a big part of this offense and, I thought Atlanta looked, you know, really good as well. Like, you know, I think Atlanta 
is in a good spot. I think they're going to run the ball down the Packers' throat. And, you know, the Packers are notorious for having bad uh, running defense. So I have Atlanta minus one on the spread here. Yeah, I'm honestly with you again. So we're stride for stride right now. I hate fading the pack. Like, they look good. But, like, this is, I think, a tough spot for them. I mean, given the injuries and uh, Love on the road again. I mean, Love looked good in his first start. Um, um, so, I mean, like, that's, like, not even – it's just, like, the, the injuries to me. Like, it's just, like, if they don't have Aaron Jones, like, that guy is a game changer. Um, if he was in the lineup, I'd honestly take Green Bay. Like th- I, that's like the difference that I think Aaron Jones makes. So right now he didn't practice on Friday. That usually means they don't play. But I mean, who knows? Like he's still questionable. Um, so I, but I'm gonna have to go Falcons because of the injuries right now for Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is another tough one for myself. Uh, no Aaron Jones is going to be a huge game changer. I feel like he, he really kind of carried what that Packers offense, especially in that second half um, in week one. Uh, I, I ultimately went Green Bay Packers uh, with my pick, uh, Green Bay Packers plus one. Um, they, they're on the road, which I, I definitely don't like. I'm, I'm just not – I'm not a big believer in Desmond Ritter, and as a result, mm-hmm. not a big believer in – Atlanta Falcons. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons are as good as Desmond Ritter and their quarterback will kind of let them be. I, I was surprisingly impressed with Green Bay week one. Um, Jordan Love looked pretty good. Their, their defense surprised me a lot. I did not. I mean, I guess the I guess Fields and the Bears offense is uh, not the biggest test or best test, but I, I was mm-hmm. surprised with Green Bay's defense week one. I thought they looked pretty good. Um, it looks like Sharps are going pretty heavy on the Falcons. 73% of the money is is on Falcons, uh, minus one and a half. So that also doesn't make me feel good. It's not one of my locks or anything, but I am going to go ahead with uh, Green Bay plus two, I think. So. Or plus one, sorry. Plus yeah, two. it's a toss-up game. Like, I think this is – I don't know. Like, I hope for the Packers. Like, I hope I'm wrong here, honestly. Like, this would be a big win for them, honestly, just more of their growing and as a team and whatnot. But – I worry about the matchup. Like, if Atlanta can get that ground game ball control, which is, like, clearly their game plan in every game, honestly, that Panthers-Falcons game, I had Falcons last week. It was it was an ugly game. Um, and Ritter, yeah, I'm not a Ritter guy either. I got to yeah. just say that. Like, he's – I don't know, man. Like, I don't know why Atlanta was so content to go with Ritter because I feel like the rest of their roster is, like, pretty decent. But – um, yeah, I think Ritter's like the big question mark here. If Green Bay can turn over Ritter like they turned over Fields last week and that defense can kind of be flying around like you said, Carson, they were in week one, this could be, you know, another Packers win. But the injuries worry me. Uh, on to your team, Carson. Uh, we uh, Just so the listeners know, I'm sure if you've listened to Carson on here before, you know he's pretty big Colts fan. Um, you got to be happy with how Anthony Richardson looked last week, right? pretty good he kind of looked uh somewhat to be expected his his run game was really really impressive uh um, his passing was it wasn't the best but it wasn't awful either which is is promising i think i seen some promising signs for richardson as far as his passing goes and uh he looks great on on the ground so um all in all i thought week one was pretty good you know the colts had a i think it was 21 18 lead in the third quarter and so against a good jags team uh I think they were up to like 60, 70% to win, percentage chance to win the game in the third against a good Jags team. So I, 
even though they ended up losing the game, I think it was a it was a promising game for sure for Richardson and the Colts in, in general. So um, definitely. Yeah, I'd have to completely agree. I really liked him coming out of the draft. Like, how can you not with all the tools he has and the athleticism and and all that? And I was kind of worried, though, this year he might look a little raw. But, I mean, he looked pretty good for, yeah, his first game against a pretty good team. Like, I was impressed. Um, uh, but, yeah, to this game, like, they're going into Houston. Um, rookie QBs battling of the, the previous draft class stroud and richardson um it's it's right at one it's it's the same as the green bay atlanta they got a one point texans home favorite um this is a game like i personally just i've had trouble with it because i don't really know like i i like both of these qbs i think both of these are good teams young teams that are building something um but probably not ready to compete this year uh, I don't have a strong feel. So what do you guys think on this game? And that might sway me one way or another. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Todd. I, I don't really have a great feel. Um, I, I was – I just sat off of week one. I thought the Colts looked a little bit better um, than the Texans going up against the Ravens. So I thought Richardson looked good. I think C.J. Stroud looked a little bit raw. He, he didn't look awful by any means, but he, he was a little bit raw there. Um, mm-hmm. Colts on the road. Uh, I, I'm personally going to go ahead and just take the Colts, but I'm kind of in a similar boat as you, Ty. I don't feel too great one way or the other. It looks like the Sharps are on the Texans, just a little bit, 63% of the on the Texans, 54% of the bets on the Colts. So hmm. Sharps are kind of rolling with Texans minus one. But I, I think uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and lean Indianapolis here on the road. I really like that pick. I think Indy plus one. I like Indy as well. I I thought based off of week one, I thought Richardson looked looked a lot better than than Stroud. I and honestly, I I just like the Colts as as uh, you know road dogs, and I think they go into Houston. And I think they win and cover plus one. Yeah, uh, I'll just take Texans just to be different. The Sharps, like that's uh, yeah. I mean, the Texans they didn't. I mean, only three points against the Ravens. Good Ravens defense, to be fair. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I just think, yeah, like it's, it could go either way, honestly. So I'll just take the Texans to be different than you guys, honestly. But, um, yeah, that's a game that I just, that's a game that I really just, I, I would stay away. Uh, I have a gambling problem and I'm still going to stay away. So (laughs) if, if you, if you're betting on it, um, Godspeed, honestly, I hope you end up on the right side. Maybe just take the QBs to throw a pick. I'm telling you, that's a fun bet to take the rookie QBs. Um, But moving on to the next game, the darlings of week one, the Detroit lions hosting the Seattle Seahawks who looked, I mean, these teams couldn't have had more polar opposite week ones. You have one team going into Kansas City and beating the defending Super Bowl champions on ring night and getting the Lions. The Lions already had hype, um, like, all offseason, I feel like, after they had a pretty decent year last year for Lions standards. And then they beat Green Bay on that last Sunday night game of the regular season. There was a lot of Lions hype. And now it's just amplified (laughs) like they're the they're the team everybody loves um and the Seahawks I mean I think a lot of people liked them going into the year like I picked them to make the playoffs I saw a lot of people like in their offense and stuff they went into week one and just 
looked terrible um, against the Rams. Uh, and the Rams just destroyed them. Like that game wasn't even that close. Um, so that was a really weird week one result. I don't know if that's all it was. I don't know if it was just that and it was a weird week one result or if it's more than that. Um, but this is a spread that I think is an overreaction to week one. And I'm going to keep pointing this out as we go on. Week one is all we have. So we're going to, that's what we have to do. We got to get takes off it. We got to make lines off it. We're obviously going to bet. Um, and so it's like, that's what I'm, I just think this line, if this line would have been last week, what would it have been like three? Like, I just think probably getting some value here with the Seahawks plus five. I think the lions win the game, but I'm taking the points here with their offense. I think they can hang in the game. I think the lions will probably win the game. Um, to be fair, but I just think five, that's a little high to me. Uh, what do you think, Cars? Yeah, five points right there in that Vegas zone, as Bill Simmons would say. Yeah. Um, this, this was a tough one for me. I, I kind of put back and forth between the two. I originally was Seahawks uh, plus five, and I think I'm actually going to go ahead and uh, go with the Lions minus five. Uh, the, the public's pretty heavy on the Seahawks. Uh, 70% total money, 61% of the bets are on the Seahawks uh, minus uh, or yeah, Seahawks plus five. Sorry, and uh, so I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go Lions. I, I'm with you. I think the Lions win, um, and it, it could absolutely be close. It's a little bit overreaction, and I'm gonna preface this. Well, I'm, I'm definitely not the biggest Lion um, fan out there, and like I, I, I haven't bought in at all. <laughs> I just think uh, at home um, against the Seahawks, I think they get the win, and so five points. Do they win, you know, by three, or do they win by seven or ten or however many? Um, I think I'm just going to go with uh, the Lions minus five. Tough, tough line. It's not a lock by any means, but uh, I'm going to kind of fade the, the public and the money just a little bit here and and uh, go Lions minus five. So nice, nice. Yeah, I can respect it. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, what do you got, Jay? Um, I'm going to take Seattle plus five as well. I'm going to stay on the Seattle train. I think Seattle, I think it's a bit of an overreaction, like you guys were saying, um, the line. And honestly, I think Seattle, like, I don't think they can look as bad as they did week one. I, I would have told you they have, like, a top five offensive, like, group in the league, like, with those receivers and uh, Gino. Like, Gino's not bad, but, yeah, I, I honestly think Seattle – Seattle covers a plus five spread, and I think Detroit wins like you guys were saying, but I think Seattle can get it done on the spread. All right, yeah, me and Carson, we're going against each other this week. I, um, I don't think we've had one we have agreed on yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've disagreed all four picks. So. <laughs> um, we'll see about this one. This is another game where, man, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm looking at Bears, Bucks right now. Bucks as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Little juice there, minus one twenty. I'm seeing. Um, oh man! I mean, again, it's like a little bit. I think it's like a little bit of an overreaction to Week One, where Tampa actually somehow won, and then the Bears, like the Bears, could not have looked worse. Really, I mean, they looked horrible, <laughs> and so it's like I get why. I think this opened at three, and I get why this is down to two and a half. Um, because I don't really know if there's much of a difference between the Bears and the Bucks, honestly. I mean, I know Carson is like higher on the Bucks, so this one might be a little easier for 
you, Cars, because we've talked about some Bucks futures um, before. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, man. I, this one's tough. Like, do I believe in the Baker resurgence a little? I mean, Minnesota looked decent yesterday against Philly. So if you wanted to go that way, they beat Minnesota. Minnesota looked decent against Philly. Maybe Tampa is better than we think. Um, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go with Baker and the Bucks and their weapons just because, dude. I watched every snap of that Packers Bears game, and I'm telling you, they the Bears really might be picking first again this year. That would be my hot take takeaway from Week One. They could not do anything on offense, and their defense was just as bad. So um, I'm gonna go Tampa here. Honestly, what do you think, Jay? I like Tampa as well. I think Tampa looked good in week one. I think, like you said, um, that defense, I mean, it looked like, I don't know, the Bears look like they're picking number one overall just based off of week one. Like like I said, like it's week one and whatever, but the Bears looked terrible week one, and the Bucks actually showed something, so I'm going to have to take the Bucks minus two and a half. Yeah, sounds like we're all in agreement here. I am also going Bucks. Uh minus two and a half, and this is actually going to be one of my locks of the week. There we um, go. I, I, like Kai said, I'm, I'm a little higher on the Bucks than probably most. I, I, I really thought they were uh, had, had great value for to win the to win the division at plus 750. I, I think it's going to be a battle between them and the Saints. Um, they have an incredibly weak schedule. I, I could definitely see, you know, eight, nine, possibly ten wins out of the Buccaneers this, this season. Um, I, I, so I, I'm definitely Damn. higher on the Bucks. I, I really like yeah, – Baker to have a good week this week as well. So I got a little same game parlay with uh, with uh, Baker over passing yards, over touchdowns, um, uh, Tampa Bay over points, and then Tampa Bay to win the game outright. I like well. it. So, what is that odds wise? So the bet that I have is Buccaneers to win, Baker over two twenty three yards, over and then Tampa Bay over twenty and a half points. That is nice. plus two eighty six. So. I've got, I've got a little bit of money riding on that. I've got same thing, Harley. This, this so. dude, Carson, has a FanDuel. So, or what book do you use? So, I, I, I switch between FanDuel. I used to use Barstool. Now, I use FanDuel or DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I'm using DraftKings. But I kind of switch back and forth between FanDuel and DraftKings. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's my same We're jealous. That's yeah. why I brought it up. We're jealous. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it, it's nice. The FanDuel and the DraftKings is nice. Yeah. Uh, for sure, but yeah, same game part of the week. We got Buccaneers money line, Baker Mayfield over 220 pass yards, and Tampa Bay over 20 and a half points. I, I like that plus, uh, plus 286. And I think the, the Bucks win. It's going to be a pretty warm game. I don't know if the Bears are, are quite mm-hmm. used to that. I feel like early in the season, you know, those home field advantages like the heat or the altitude or whatever really come into play. And so I, I, I feel pretty good throwing a lock of the week on, on the Bucks here. I like the Bucks confidence. Um, yeah, uh, I finally found, just quickly, side tangent, I finally found a book that would let me do same-game parlays. And, yeah, I've just been sticking with it ever since. Yeah. Um, but they yeah. don't sponsor us, so they're not getting a shout-out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, literally, uh, I love same-game parlays. So take one of Carson's if you want a nice little interest, uh, more interest on this Bucks bears game. Uh, I like that, honestly. I think Baker, maybe a little Baker over one-and-a-half, maybe two-and-a-half TDs. That's all. Oh, those bets are always plus money, and they're fun to do. So, um, let me just do a quick Justin Fields tangent, if you guys don't mind. Um, so, and I'm not, I'm not a 
hater. Like, I'm not going to come on here and be a, just a Packers fan hater and be like, he's a running back, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, the Bears are never going to get what they want out of Justin Fields if they're going to use him the way they are. Like, he's not a traditional drop-back passer. He's just not. Like, he he like if they're not going to allow him to use his legs, I mean, every time he ran against the Packers, he'd get a first down. And, like, in today's day and age, I don't know. I don't get why people have a hang-up on the quarterback running. Do you not want them to be mobile? Like, I would prefer my QB be mobile nowadays than just be a statue back there. Um, so like, I would definitely just like, I'm not saying he's a running back. I'm saying he's not this drop back system passer. And as long as they're going to make him do that, it's going to be those type of results. I, I, I just, so yeah, I like Tampa cause I just think the bears coaching sucks. Like I don't even put it on fields. Like I just think their coaching is awful, man. Right. Like, and yeah, but anyway, Godspeed to fields, just another <laughs> bears quarterback going down the wayside, honestly. <laughs> I feel like that's the thing with the Bears. I feel like they kind of got down big against the Packers, and they were kind of forced to pass a little bit more. And that's when they're going to be at their absolute. They're going to look their absolute worst. Right? Mm-hmm. If, if they're down big and they they have to force fields to pass, if they if it's a close game or if they're up, I think that's where their their strong suit is, where where they can allow fields to get out and run a little bit or, and kind of control the, the offense a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, I, it, it can definitely get ugly. If Buccaneers go up like two touchdowns or two or three touchdowns early, it could get ugly really fast. But I do think uh, it, it bears, if it's a close game, bears, you know, could kind of go back and forth a little bit. It'll be a little bit more competitive there. But. Well, that's another Simmons thing, right, where it's like fade the team that you hate, like that you just know when they go down 10-0, you're screwed, you know? Like – and that's like I feel like that's such the Bears. Like if they get down p- ten points and you're you're back in the Bears, you're like I'm done. <laughs> like so, but yeah. Anyway, Bears fans, keep enjoying this ownership. That's like <laughs> ten straight against the Bears. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, Raiders Bills. This is actually one of my locks. This I think perfect spot for the Bills. Perfect spot. Josh Allen. He just can't help himself. He's a, he's a gunslinger. He can't help himself. He single-handedly lost that game for the Bills on Monday night. No doubt about it. Like, I don't want to hear anything about no, oh, there wasn't a tripping call on the punt return. Like, no, don't throw don't throw three picks and then fumble once. Like, just don't do that and you win. Like, yeah. and, um, but I still like this Bills team enough. Like, they still have a ton of talent and the Raiders just don't. Like, and going into Buffalo after that, like, I just think this is like one of those games where you look up and it's like, oh, it's 21 0 already. Like, I love the Bills here. Like, I love the Bills minus eight. I I think they're a perfect teaser candidate, you know, in that 7.6 point tease. Like, I just like the Bills all over the place this week. And because I just think Raiders want to know maybe this line's a few points lower than if, because the Denver lost by one and the Bills lost in overtime. Football's so close. A few plays go differently. I think this is like a ten and a half point line. So I think I'm getting some value there, and I just think the Bills, talent wise, this isn't close. So I got I got Buffalo, and I like them. What do you think, Jay? I honestly like the pick. I think the Raiders, like you said, they don't really have any star talent on that team outside of Devontae. And, you know, Devontae's. You know, you can't rely on one player to absolutely carry a team, especially when they're at the wide receiver position and don't have the ball in their hands all the time. So I like where Buffalo sits here. Like you were saying, like it's in Buffalo, the Raiders, not a lot of star power. 
coming into Buffalo. I think the Buffalo Bills get him after a heartbreaking loss to the Jets, like in that type of fashion in the Meadowlands. But yeah, I like the pick. I think Buffalo minus eight is a good, good lock for the win. Oh man, now you guys got me nervous to come on here and uh, uh, make my pick here. I'm actually taking the Raiders one day, <laughs> and I actually had this as one of my lock of the week. Wow, locks I'm are going sorry. head to head. I'm sorry for the. Uh, I'm sorry for the disagreement <laughs> here. Um, so, so Raiders plus eight. Um, I actually thought they looked pretty good week one. Um, you know, uh, Denver early in the season, you know, first three, four weeks is really tough to play and get a, a win, I thought. Uh, Very uh, true. With the altitude. So I was I was impressed. Raiders coming away with the win. You know, it was only about one point, granted. Uh, and so I, I was impressed with that. You know, you got Josh Jacobs. You have uh, Devontae Adams. Jacoby Myers had an insane fantasy game and real game. Two touchdowns, 81 points. So I think Devontae really kind of frees up a, a secondary season there. Jacoby Myers. Um, eight points, a lot of points. And I think the, the biggest thing that is, is making me heavily, heavily lean Raiders here is the amount of the percentage of money that's on the bills, actually. Um, I have 95% of the money is on Buffalo, 68% of the bets. And so uh, pretty, pretty heavy, pretty, pretty heavy uh, bills betting-wise. And so I'm going to come in here. And I, 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 obviously, the bills did not look great week one. Uh, so, I, But I, even if they looked great, I don't think this would change my thing. I think the Raiders are legitimately okay, like decent. I think they'll, you know, they'll probably win eight to ten games this year. Um, and so I think they're decent. Eight and a half points is a lot. They look pretty good week one. Bills do not look good. Heavy money on the Bills. I'm going to kind of fade that, that money just a little bit and go Raiders plus eight. And that's, I'm going to use my second lock of the week here. And it, it sucks. That it's going directly head-to-head against uh, – Hey, we need it. We need some organic disagreement on this show. But no, dude, I think it's a good point. Like, honestly, now you're making me question it. So, um, I again. I do think the Bills will likely beat the Raiders, but I think it's going to be one of those games where, it, similar to the Vikings Eagles last night, where you know the Bills go up two touchdowns and then Vikings kind of backdoor cover a little bit, and then I think we'll see something similar here with the Bills Raiders, where the Raiders end up kind of backdoor covering, makes it at least competitive, you know. But mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead with the Raiders plus eight there. There we go, head to head blocks. So. Um, yeah, moving on, I think it's one of the better games of the week. These next two games we're talking about, honestly, probably the two games I'm most excited for, especially in the early slate. Uh, I got Chiefs at Jags. Chiefs by three. Um, the over-under is 51. Like, I feel like this, just to be clear, like, I'll take a side, but this is an over-game. Like, I mean, usually over-games, like, that feel like over-games go under, but um, <laughs> I literally just love, like, both of these offenses. Um, and I don't really like either one of the defenses. So <laughs> I just think with Kelsey back, all them guys back, like whatever side you want to play, like I, I, I have a side I like, but I like the over more than I like any side. But uh, over-unders are tricky, I will say. So, um, But for a side, I'll let you start, Carson. What do you got here? Yeah, this is – this is a, a stay away game, in my opinion. You know, I, I with Kelsey back, I think I'll go ahead and beat Chiefs uh, minus three here. I think they they get the win. I think it's it's kind of like to your point. You know, it's a rebound game. Week two, they they kind of had a somewhat embarrassing 
uh, week one against the Lions, losing there. But uh, but I think I think we see him rebound a little bit. And then Jacksonville, you know, I wasn't like super impressed in, in Jacksonville. I think they're a good team, but um, I don't think I, I personally would have a hard time putting them in like the Super Bowl contender, or even like the the AFC Championship game contender, just because I I, did, I wasn't super impressed with them week one against the Colts. You know, Colts made a few mistakes, but. Um, they really didn't play great by any means, and they, they had to lead in the third quarter and in a game that they, they could have very easily won with uh, a little bit better, uh, you know, I, so a little bit better coaching, a little bit better uh, playing there. And so I, I wasn't overly impressed with Jacksonville. Um, so I'm going to go Chiefs minus three. The one, the only like hesitancy here is a lot of the money is on Chiefs minus three. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90% of the money, 66% of the bet. And so, and, uh, yeah, so so a lot of money on the Chiefs. I, I usually try to stay away from those. It's not a lock by any means. Uh, but, yeah, I, I am going to go ahead and take Chiefs minus three here. I'm with you. I got the Chiefs, too. I like a minus three. Again, I, just another bounce back spot. Um, I really do think they got – like that. they'll be able to put up – I mean, the Colts scored, what, 24 to 21? Like in the mid-20s against the Jags. I feel like with Kelsey back, the Chiefs should be able to put up like a lot of points like if you don't even like the side like maybe a Chiefs team total is something to look at I really think their offense is going to have a bounce back day I mean I don't know I just never want to be on the other side of Mahomes personally but so I'm going to go Chiefs minus three what do you got Jay like you were saying it's hard to go against Mahomes but I'm taking Jacksonville there we go I like Jacksonville I like the situation they're in um coming off of you know a week one win like Going in, I really think – I think the Jags are in a good situation here. I think Jacksonville – I like their offense more. I Like we had a podcast where we said T-Law's a sleeper for MVP, like he's a dark horse for MVP, and I honestly really do believe in T-Law. And this is the offense. spot, right? Like the, if like you're a Jags fan, like sorry to just like jump in, Jay, no, but fine. like I feel like this is the spot. Like if you're T-Law and you're wanting to put your name in that like elite tier – and I feel like he is on that path. Like, this is the spot, right? Like, you go out, play Mahomes, and you beat them, you know? And then you yeah. got people's attention. But it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a hefty challenge to beat those guys. So, but, yeah, anyway. You... No, for sure. But um, I just have to say, like, I just like their offense more. And then on top of that, like, it's hard betting against Mahomes. But I think Jacksonville's in a good spot. Like, the – the Chiefs are looking for a rebound game, and Jacksonville's rolling off a W. And, like, yeah, they may have not got it done in the prettiest of ways against Indy, but they still got the win, and they're still go. you know, their Kansas City's coming into Jacksonville to play them, and I think I think the Jaguars have them, so. There we go. Different, differing opinions there. Uh, moving on to Chiefs, unless you got anything else on that one, Cars. Nope, I'm all set there. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ravens. At the Bengals, another really good one. Um, got the Bengals as a three-and-a-half-point favorite here. Oof. I mean, talk about – this is a tough one to me. Uh, I don't know. Like, I I really – man, like, these AFC North matchups are going to be tough this year, man. Like, just to pick a side on these. Like, we're going to get to another Monday night one that's, like, a low line that um, I think is, like, another hard one to pick. But – uh yeah the personally guys like i i ended up going ravens like i ended up taking the hook with the plus three and a half man i just think getting the points 
in a divisional AFC North dogfight is the way to go. But I'm also going against my own theories. Like I have so many theories, like I go against all of them. But I mean, it's just like this has got it like since he can. I mean, I guess they were 0-2 last year. So and they managed to survive. Um, but you don't want to keep going 0-2. Like, yeah. It'll eventually catch up to you, you know. And I just think this is a spot for them where they need to they need to come through. But also, I just like getting the points with Baltimore, man. Like, I I love backing Lamar, getting them as, as a, 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 you know, plus three and a half. So I'm going Ravens. What do you think, Jay? Uh, this is actually one of my locks for this week is Baltimore plus three and a half on the spread. I really like where Baltimore's sitting here. I think um, we were talking about this, I don't know how long ago, a couple of days ago, and we were we were saying we could see it being a field goal game, like where, you know, the Ravens lose by three and they cover that. But I really like – I like Baltimore in this matchup. Like I think Baltimore wins, and I like Lamar. I think Lamar has a bounce-back day. Like he didn't play well in week one, neither did Burrow. So I think – like, to your credit, I think, you know, this will be a dog fight and it'll go down to the end of the ball game. But I have Baltimore on the spread. I have them covering and I have it as a lock for this week. Yeah, this was, this was a, a, a tough pick for me. Uh, I ended up going with the Bengals. Um, they, and it, it kind of goes back to how, how much of week one was real versus how much of week one was, uh, you know, not, not as real. You know, Brown smoked the Bengals week one, 24-3. Um, Nobody on the Bengals really looked that good, especially Joe Burrow. Um, it, it brings the question, you know, did Joe Burrow just get to back and then kind of lose a little bit of football interest there? But uh, I, I am I am going Bengals minus three and a half here. I, I don't feel good giving up, you know, three and a half. Um, you know, because I think it, I do think it'll be a close game ultimately. But Bengals at home, coming off an embarrassing week one, I think I think we'll see them bounce back a little bit. And Ravens are pretty banged up. You know, uh, J.K. Dobbins went out last week with an Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. Mark Andrews is still a limited participant in practice. Uh, How many fantasy like, leagues are you in, Carson? Random question. I'm I'm in three, so I'm in I'm in three. Did you guys have a Justice Hill bid off too? Because I know we, well, me and Jeremy are in. We had six bids for Justice Hill. Yeah. So I, I actually got Justice Justice uh, Hill in all three leagues, and I, <laughs> I don't I don't think I had a ton of competition. I think in one of my leagues, like I didn't even originally put in a waiver, and he was still remaining after the waivers all went in. So I don't know what the deal was, but I, and same thing with uh, Gus Edwards, right? The other Ravens running back. Uh-huh. So I I don't know what it was. I ended up getting Justice Hill all three leagues, and I don't think I had. <laughs> any competition and if i did it was like one or two people if it was all so definitely uh definitely minimal competition for some reason i don't know if i'm playing with a bunch of idiots or what no i think we're just the biggest justice hill fans in the world (laughs) in this league (laughs) honestly i I, I think there's gonna be a lot of opportunity for either justice hill or gus edwards you know to kind of come out there with the lead back duties and and do really really well fantasy wise and so uh I, I think he'll, that's a good spot fantasy-wise. But, um, Say yeah, since he was to drop this one, how worried are you guys? Like if they were to – I mean, it, I think they definitely could win. I think if gun to my head, I'd pick them to win the game. But uh, 
if they were to drop it, man, like, I don't know. I, I still view, oh, I know there's seven playoff teams now, so it's probably should change my mindset, but I still view 0-2 as almost a death sentence. Like, I, I really yeah. just think it's tough. Like, like what is it, like 90% of teams don't make the playoffs if they start 0-2? Just because you do yeah. it one year doesn't mean you're just going to keep doing that. Like, I think that that's yeah. one of the biggest things in just sports in general like just because it happened once does you know what i mean obviously but i just think owen to same thing i said about the bills death sentence for cincy in that division because i like the other teams in that division a lot still so but anyway that's going to be a really good game yeah i completely agree you know in that in that division with the Ravens, Steelers, and uh and the browns i think that is uh that's going to be a tough hole to climb out of um and so they, they, it's a really, it's really is kind of like a bustling game, game for the Bengals that, in a sense, you know, if they want to make the playoffs, if they want to win that division, they, they can't go down 0-2 with the Ravens, you know, going up 2-0. And, you know, mm-hmm. they all, all, all of a sudden the Ravens are up so. three games <laughs> if they win yeah. that one. So it gets tough early, but all right, next game. Uh, I hate these kickoffs, by the way, like NFL. <laughs> I just got a bitch about this. NFL, please, the 405 kickoffs, nobody's asking for them. Nobody. Like, everybody's fine with just watching the end of those games and not being like, oh, my God, my Giants plus four is already losing because the Cardinals are up 10. I I mean, I don't need these games starting at 205. Like, 225 for all the late games, 11 o'clock, eight games early, always like i don't know i have some like simmons and sal always talk about this carson and i literally love when they do because they're just preaching to the choir like they do the dumbest things scheduling wise like who asked for this who asked for this uh, 405 205 kickoff like i I don't know like we're all fine with 225 so (laughs) um anyway giants minus four and a half I'll just say this is my third lock, boys. I, I'm looking at a bounce back spot. I liked the Giants going into the year. I really did. I had them in the playoffs in the NFC. I like a minus four and a half. I, I this is the per- like if they don't bounce back, they don't have any pride. They didn't. That was one of the worst performances I've ever seen on Sunday Night Football by the Giants last week. Not only, dude, it was worse than forty to zero. Like it was worse than that. Like they they couldn't do anything. They kept turning the ball over. They got a kick blocked. They got totally embarrassed. Like, I just think Dayball and that team, they have a lot of pride. And that's like the whole thing. They were like a hard-nosed team, you know, like last year. And that's why they were good. So I, I think they're going to bounce back. Like, I really think they're going to bounce back. Minus four and a half, bro. And I love it. Like, I just think the Cardinals, they're terrible, man. Like, I watched that game against Washington because I had them. I had Cardinals plus seven last week and they actually yeah. covered they actually covered that but it was so ugly watching josh dobbs and that offense yeah. that i couldn't name anyone on like dude you can't name players on that offense outside of like marquise brown man like i don't i don't know man i i don't i just think they're not very good giants talent wise Gi- giants coaching wise they win this game giants minus four and a half i got it as a lock what do you got cars this is a tough one because uh, I, going into week one, I was uh, a huge believer in the Giants. I thought they were going to, you know, really compete and possibly win the game against the Cowboys. And they got I had a money line, bro. I was right there with you. Long. Embarrassing. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I don't think I ended up betting the Giants, but I was near. I just about threw a, a same game parlay with, you know, Daniel Jones over touchdown yards, and then the Giants to win. So I, I was like seconds away from pulling the trigger on that. Decided ultimately not to. 
uh, ended up being a really, really good thing. But I was super high on the Giants, you know, heading into week one, and they 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 completely crapped the bed. Like they uh, they looked awful against the the uh, the Cowboys. The Daniel Jones looked horrendous. Uh, so so this was a tough one. So I, I ended up picking the Cardinals. I'll, I'll stick with it. I don't feel great by any means. The only thing here that uh, makes me kind of feel somewhat decent is one, they're home. I I don't like betting uh, road favorites very often. Um, and then a lot of the money and bets are on the Giants. Um, 80% of the bets, 91% of the money is Giants minus four and a half. And so uh, Cardinals potentially have some faith in public week two, but back-to-back weeks here. Uh, and so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and go with the Cardinals plus four. I don't feel great by any means. Um, but I, I could see either happening. I don't know. Giants, Giants is so such a hard team to to kind of figure out because they do have some talented players there. Saquon, you know, Daniel Jones shows flashes. Um, but and Cardinals, like you said, they have essentially nobody on that team. But being at home, you know, going against all the money, I'm going to go ahead and take the, the Cardinals. But I will admittedly say I don't feel great about either one. It's not a walk or anything. Honestly, I would have said the Giants, but I'm going to have to go with AZ. I, I really like what you just said, Carson. I I don't like – like I came into the season thinking the Giants were a playoff contending team based off of last year. I thought they could really, you know, put it together this year and make a run towards the playoffs and maybe even lock up that that second second place spot in their division and for and then they just came came out and got cakewalked by the Cowboys and I, I like Arizona's position here. I think the Giants, I think they're scary to bet on this week. I really don't know how to put it. Like their offense just looks so bad, man. Like Saquon couldn't hold on to the ball. Daniel Jones couldn't stop turning it over. I I don't like the Giants in this game. I like the Cardinals plus four and a half. Yeah, it's supposed to be 105 degrees in Phoenix this weekend, so I I, uh, I don't know how much that will impact the actual game itself, but it's going to be a warm one. Um, I can't, Cardinals play in a – they probably play indoors, right? Yeah, I, I think they're dome. I don't know if they close it all the time. I'm pretty sure. I don't, I'm not sure, but it's like a dome thing that you can open. I'm pretty positive. That's what I'm looking at right now. That is what it looks like. So I don't know if the temperature will really impact it too much, but uh, yeah, I, a tough game to decide. I feel like, but yeah, I'm going to go with Cardinals. All right. Next game uh, some more NFC West teams. 49ers looked awesome week one. Um, one of the best looking teams week one. I saw them appearing in a lot of number one spots in the power rankings. Which is just absolutely sickening, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but yeah, they're pretty good, I guess. Um, seven and a half point, technically road. I mean, it's going to be eighty percent Niner fans at this game. Um, like against the Rams, like uh, it just feels like a really good spot for San Francisco again. Honestly, I don't know what you guys think. I hate the Niners. Like, I have no problem admitting this. They beat me. They beat my favorite team four times Jeez. in the playoffs. I despise the 49ers. Like, like, so I don't ever take them, bro. I don't even care, like, what that fan base thinks either. Like, <laughs> I hate that team. But um, I went Rams <laughs> just because I got – I just think that's, like, a lot. But that's a, for McVay. There, it's a rivalry game. They know each other so well. That's my only reasoning. But, like, I get why people would go Niners, but – I picked with my heart. I went Rams plus seven and a half, and 
yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, yeah. So yeah, you guys can take the Niners now. <laughs> uh, I, I actually also went uh, Rams. Let's go. Of course. Uh, we're, we're, we're in agreement here. Um, I, I do got a lot of points, you know, the, the money and the, the money is on 49ers, 73% of the best, 71% of the money. So I, I typically try and fade it when we see heavy, heavy lines. You know, Vegas has all those very nice casinos that make all that money for a reason. Exactly. They, 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 uh, I, I, think, I think you tweet that out a little bit. <laughs> like, you know, or you might even say it on the podcast, you know, Vegas has all those nice things for a reason. And so yeah, Vegas is nicer than our houses for a reason. Those yeah, casinos. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when you see the, the heavy money going in on the 49ers, you know, minus Go the other way! <laughs> yeah, go, go the other way. So I'm going to go ahead and take Rams. And Rams look really good. We won, you know, 30-13 win against Seattle. Fast after 334 passing yards. Shout uh, out Puka. Yeah, yeah. Puka Nakao, the BYU guy. Yeah, 119 <laughs> yards there. And, and uh, yeah, he, he looked really good. So uh, Rams look good. You know, I, I, I think a lot of people – I don't know. I guess it's still really early to say, but a lot of people were kind of sleeping on the Rams. You know, maybe a week one overreaction, but a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people before that kind of were counting the Rams out, saying they could be one of the worst worst teams in the league, uh, and partially deservedly. You know, they weren't that good last year. Matt Stafford get their age. Uh, Cooper Cup is out, but you know they really kind of showed out against uh, what most people expected a decent Seattle Seahawks team. Thirteen, mm-hmm. so Rams are at home. They're they're heavy heavy dogs. And, uh, money is on the, the money is on the 49ers, so I, I think Rams plus seven and a half is my pick. So yeah, what do you got, Jay? I honestly am gonna have to agree. I think I'm Let's taking. Go. I think I'm <laughs> taking the Rams as well. Like you said, they've beaten the, they've handed my team constant playoff heartbreak for basically a decade now, and yeah, the Niners. I don't know. Like I feel like that line's a little bit too much for how good the Rams played. Like, I thought the Rams played very well week one, and I think plus seven is – plus seven and a half is is a good spot for the Rams. Like, I think minus seven and a half. I don't think the Niners are a touchdown team better than this Rams team. And like you said, it's it's a rivalry game. Like, it, like the Rams are going to show, show up to play. So, I have the Rams plus seven and a half. Carson, dude, quick story real fast. I got a – so, we played um, – I'm sure you've heard about this rec league team. Your boy used to your boy uh, the the Twitter oh, account. Yeah, yeah. He used to tweet about this rec league team we have, um, and we played Puka Nakua and Samson Nakua's team in the Provo Rec League oh. uh, like a year ago, like a year ago, bro. And well, the funniest no, thing is, this is I'm not even capping right now. This is, we beat them the first game regular season, but that was like the worst thing we could have done because that like woke <laughs> them up when we played them in the tournament. Um, they gave one of our guys eight stitches. Puka was oh. dunking on people. This like <laughs> Puka was like running full court, just dunking like he's like oh seven LeBron or something. <laughs> like, and like it, yeah. The next thing you know, we played him in the tournament, and they wiped the floor with us, bro. Like thirty points, easy beat us. So shout out Puka. I'm sure he's listening, and also I'm sure he remembers the CEI basketball team. <laughs> Because uh, our team was memorable because we never shut up, bro. Like, we never shut up. Like, we t- <laughs> we pissed him off, though. Like, that's one thing we definitely did. Just had to share that. Shout out Puka, though. He's now, yeah, he's now getting 100-yard receiving games in the NFL. So, <laughs> um, shout out Puka. Why legend, honestly. 
but um, <laughs> next game, uh, sad one. Honestly, this should have been a great game. Jets at Cowboys. Jets are nine point dogs. I mean, this would have been an easy pick if if our guy Raj was playing. I mean, he owns Dallas, so. <laughs> Um, but he's not. It's the Zach Wilson show from here on out. Um, Dallas looked awesome, but I'm going Jets plus nine. Like, I, I like this. I think this is too high. This is just simply too high. I mean, it really is. Like, the Jets, they have a really good roster. Like, that's, like, the thing about the Rodgers injury. For someone that wants Rodgers to just do well, that's what like sucked so bad is that team looked ready like Brees looked good right off the acl right off the bat Brees looked good um they got dalvin to spell him even though dalvin didn't look too good but um they still dalvin and then garrett wilson was doing garrett wilson things and that defense completely dominated the game like this is what i envisioned when i was so high on the jets everything came together except he tore his achilles like the biggest most important part so like i'm not gonna go completely out on this jets team I thought Wilson was fine. Like, he was okay, I guess, like, for, for what he was asked to do in that game. Like, the pick the pick he threw was so bad, and that, like, made me – like, that even got a tweet out of me because it was that bad of a pick. But, like, he still, like, did okay after that. Um, and I just think nine's a lot, man. Nine's a lot. Like, it's the same reasoning that for the Raiders that you have. It's just a lot, and I think like maybe they could get a backdoor, or their defense could even keep them in the game, and it could be a real defensive battle. Like the unders thirty eight, so it basically yeah. like to cover this, it basically be the Jets not scoring at all, and I think yeah. they could sneak a few touchdowns in there enough, you know, to cover this. So I like plus nine. Yeah, and, and Kai, you basically took the words right out of my mouth. Um, the over under thirty eight and a half is what I had. I'm super low, and so if it's going to be a, a really low scoring game. I think the Jets can score a touchdown or two pretty easily, you know. And yeah. so uh, they, they're absolutely stacked everywhere outside of quarterback now without Rodgers. Um, you know, Brees Hall looked incredible. Dalvin Cook looked okay. Uh, you got Garrett Wilson, complete stud. You know, Alan, Alan Lazard. Um, you know, they, they got some studs in the defensively. They're they're pretty good too. So. Uh, they, they looked really good there with, with Sauce Gardner. And, this uh, might be the two yeah. best defenses in the league, you know, honestly. I, I, I probably would agree, dude. That, that Cowboys defense is crazy good. So, it is, it, if it's going to be a low-scoring game, I, I think the uh, – the, uh, Zach Wilson's going to be in some trouble, I'm afraid, this, this week, though, against the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. But uh, especially with that Jets offensive yeah. line, you know, yeah. it's not the best – it's not the best, but yeah, if Zach Wilson can survive this game, I think uh, I think I, I'm with you. I like Jets plus nine, you know, low scoring game, and you know, seventeen to ten or something like that. Maybe, mm-hmm. um, I, I, but I'm with you, uh, Jets plus nine here. That's just a lot of points. I, I hate betting or taking you know heavy favorite teams uh, just because there's so many bad for teams. Don't play the cover teams, play to win. So yeah. you know, they go up ten points, they go up seventeen points, they they definitely let off the, the pedal a little bit. So, right. Um, I'm, I'm taking Jets plus nine here. I'm with you. No, I'd have to agree. I think Jets plus nine. It's just too much like that. It's just too much. And I, I like it. Like minus nine for the Cowboys is too much. It's too big of a favorite. And I think you guys basically said everything that needed to be said. I really like the Jets plus nine. Yeah. All right, Cars. Uh, you talked to me about this next game a little bit. Um, and yeah, like it's a, it's a really, it's, it's a good battle. I think honestly, um, not a good battle, I guess. Like a good spot, I guess. I'm saying I'm right there with you, but you can start because I know you're uh, 
you like this next game. I'm talking Commanders at Broncos. I guess I should mention the game. But, uh, yeah, I'm seeing Commanders plus three, plus 105 right now. So Denver minus three has some juice to it, minus 120, 25. And um, I know you like Denver, Cars, just because we've talked about it, but I w- I'll let you go into why. Yeah, I'm absolutely here. Um, you know, Denver at home. Uh, Mile High Stadium. I, I think Denver, with altitude early in the season, is a is a huge advantage. Uh, and I, I think we got you know we got some bounce back opportunity. I think Denver is better than better than they showed week one, and so I think they they want to really bounce back hard week two. And the Commanders are not a good football team at all. You know, uh, the Cardinals, who might be one of the worst teams in the league, was able to cover. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Commanders' quarterback, Howell, and. Uh, I, I think the Denver Broncos, this is this is my third lock of the week. Uh, and, you know, the Sharps are heavy, heavy on the Broncos. The, the percentage of bets is pretty 50-50, 51-49 in favor of commanders, but 80% of the money. So we really got Sharps on the Broncos. We got, you know, Broncos at home, finalized day in week two. I don't think the commanders are good at all. I think the Broncos are, are decent to potentially good. Uh, and so I, I, I love the Broncos here. Uh, minus three. I I have them walking my week, and this is my biggest my biggest individual bet, uh, personal bet of the week is is I took Broncos money line, uh, just because I, I I hate playing with those points there. But yeah. um, I lock of the week, biggest bet in personally individually. I, I think the Broncos come out and, and win pretty handily against uh, a not very good Commanders Commanders team. So I'm gonna go ahead and take them there. I'm right there with you. I really think you nailed it, honestly. Um, good bounce back opportunity for Denver. They got to have it, like, if they want to live up to anything like their coach was talking about before the season. So, and I'm, I think their defense could really dominate this one. Like, I mean, the commanders could barely put away the Cardinals. So, I think going to Denver, yeah, this should be a good spot for Denver. So, I like, I like Denver too. What do you got, Jay? No, I agree. I'd take Denver sweeps m- minus three on the spread. I think Denver's in a good spot, like you said. This is a game they have to have, especially after we were – I don't know. I just feel like Wilson has to win this game and the Broncos have to win to build that guy's confidence so they could be a contender. Yeah, and uh, I know Carr said he had like 45 minutes and we've kept him for over an hour now. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll, uh, we got only three more, so we're, uh, we're finishing up here. Um, but three more games, Sunday night football we're at. Uh, finished all the day games. This is my I, – I mentioned it, bro, and it's weird because I first originally saw this and I like – I thought I liked Miami, but I waited, and you've been mentioning it all day, Cars, uh, just the, the money on and like this percentage of bets people are on. It's a really good factor to look at. And um, the biggest publicly – the publicly cited bet this week is Dolphins minus three. I'm getting Pats plus two and a half. So if you can get Pats plus three, good on you. Um, but the th- problem with the public fade always is it never feels good, you know. It, I mean, it really it doesn't feel good. Miami looked great last week, all that. But I just think, dude, I got to stick to my rules. And that's taking the Pats in this spot. And it doesn't feel good, honestly, but that's the whole point, like the whole point. And – yeah, so I got to go Pats and plus two and a half here, um, even though I don't really like it, honestly. But I got to go Pats. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely see where it comes from. 
lot, lot of red flags betting the Dolphins. You know, Patriots at home, Bill Belichick. Uh, but the, the pet bets are all on Dolphins, but the, the sharps are actually kind of leading Patriots here. Um, so a lot of red flags. I, I'm going to kind of ignore those red flags and, and go Dolphins uh, minus three anyway. And uh, I, I, I love the Dolphins. I, I loved when they did Chargers. I love two. I love one. I love Tyreek. I, I, I'm a huge fan. And um, like you said, you know, sometimes the, the smart bet doesn't feel great. But, uh, and so I, so I guess Dolphins minus two and a half. I should clarify, not minus three, I could say. But Dolphins BP, you know, Canada, if, if a receiver could ever win MVP, Tyreek could potentially do that this season uh, based on what he did week one. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and stick with the Dolphins. I, I originally had them as a lock, and then I, I kind of seen the, the the bets come in, and I, I kind of you know pushed pushed off that. But uh, I'll, I'll stick with the Dolphins minus two and a half, but no lock. I, I think it could go either way. A lot of lot of red flags, betting Dolphins, you know, um, with on the road and the percentage of bets and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'll stick with the Dolphins, but I don't feel great. I'm going to have to go with New England here. I like New England plus two and a half. I just like the position they're in. Like you said, Carson, going into Foxborough, going against Belichick and that Patriots offense and de- well, that Patriots defense, especially it- it's never an easy thing to do, especially in Foxborough. And I, I just, I just like the New England Patriots in this spot. So I'm taking them to cover um, plus two and a half. Next one, we got two Monday night games. I do like when they do this to give them prop to give the NFL props. I do like when they do the two Monday night games. Um, but this week we got two of them. So we got the first one is Saints at Panthers, and actually Saints is the they have the same percentage of the seventy eight percent. Seventy eight percent was on the Dolphins. Seventy eight percent is on the Saints. So this is another like one that you could just do the theory we've been mentioning and just keep taking uh, Saints. Uh, or keep like just not feeling good about the pick and take another side and and all that that we've already talked about but yeah man this is just like I don't know how the Panthers are gonna score man so I'm gonna have to do what Carson did with the with the the Fins game and just wave the red flags because I just worry about the Panthers offense I don't love the Saints offense by any means I thought Carr looked pretty mid if I'm being honest on Sunday against the Titans um but that Saints defense is really good, and I just have trouble seeing the Car- the Panthers even get into like 10, 13 points here, man. I mean, they barely could move. They put up 10 against the Falcons. I mean, you look at this team. I It's not even about Bryce for me. Like, I think Bryce could be good, but they've given him nothing. Like, this is one of the worst skill position groups in the league, without a doubt. I mean, go around asking people to name Panthers receivers. I don't think they could do it, man. <laughs> like they don't have a ton there. And that's why I'm going to have to go Saints. I'm going to have to go Saints. Yeah. No, I, I think you know the tie. Saints, uh, minus three here. Uh, yeah, minus three, minus three and a half, depending on where you get your line. Uh, I think we were going off minus three and a half. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the Saints as well. I legitimately think the Panthers might be the worst team in the league, I, 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 you were mentioning the Bears, you know, probably are one of the worst teams in the league. I think the Bears would smack the Panthers, to be honest. I think they win by two touchdowns. I thought that's how poor I think the Panthers are. Panthers have, yeah, one, of the easiest, Panthers have one of the easiest schedules in the league, and I, if they won more than, I think, five games, I think I'd be surprised. Like, they are, they are not <laughs> the team. And I'm not, I'm not the, the biggest Saints believer either, but 
whole team, uh, especially once they get healthy and they get everybody back. And so I I think that the Saints win pretty easily. And if I hadn't already used three locks, I would probably throw another lock here because uh, Saints minus three just feels like uh, a close to a, a ganky win. I, and it's more betting against the Panthers than anything. I don't think I, – I don't think – the Panthers. I think the Panthers are the worst team in the league by at least three points to you know anyone in the league. So um, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and take the Saints here. So I'm with you. Oh yeah, no, I, I have sweet. I have Saints minus three as well. I just don't like Car- Carolina's offense against the, in my mind, a top five defense in the league. I just don't like it, and I think the Saints are in a good spot. So. Yeah, I think all year. I think you're exactly right, Carson. All year, the Panthers are going to have a hard time scoring the ball. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think I think we're on the right side, boys. We're with the public, but I think we're on the right side there, Saints. Um, all right, finishing it up, Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This line, bro, is pretty – because if you look at it this way, this is the exact – I'm pretty sure Niners closed at two last week. Um so it's pretty much the exact same line the Niners got, but now just with Cleveland. So talk about an overreaction in my mind. Like, I really do. Like, what is this line if it's just last week? Um, is it Steelers by three? I mean, I really don't know because, I mean, it, it, this was exactly what the Niners line was last week. So I'm just having trouble seeing how, like, I still believe in Pittsburgh. Like, I'm, I know they looked, they couldn't have looked worse on Sunday. They really couldn't have. Um, and the Browns, yeah, the Browns looked good. They did enough, but and they beat the Bengals. But I don't think they were like world leaders or anything in that game. I mean, Cincy really, I think, more lost that game than anything. Like, they just played so bad. I mean, not to just take credit away from the Browns. Like, they do have a talented roster. I think they really do. I mean, you got guys like Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper. I mean, Deshaun used to be considered really high up in the quarterback rankings and then defense you flip and you got Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett. Like, I mean, this team has talent, but they're still the Browns and everything says to me to just take Pittsburgh in this spot. So I'm going Steelers plus two. And if I hadn't used mine, I would honestly lock it. Like I, I just think it's too much of an overreaction to week one. And I still like Pittsburgh. Like I'm not going to go all the way off them yet. Um, And I think this is a good spot for them. No, I'd have to. I I have to agree, and I'm using my lock here. Actually, my final lock. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh plus two on the spread, and I'm gonna lock it. I think, like you said, it's an overreaction on the line. I don't think Tomlin lets this team come out that stale again. Like I think Tomlin fires this team up, and they come out, and they honestly. I think it'll be a good game, but I think Pittsburgh gets it done. I don't think they come out flat like that, and I. I think they'll just have a better outing in week two against the Browns. It's at home in Pittsburgh. It's always tough playing there. And, yeah, I have Pittsburgh as a lock, my, uh, plus two. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think Bill Simmons on his million-dollar pick today, he had Steelers uh, as his, one of his picks. Uh, but I, I don't see it personally. I I, I – haven't been able to buy in into the Steelers at all. A lot of people, you know, going into week one, were, were super high on the Steelers, you know, not only to win the game, but to, to potentially win the division. And I, I haven't been able to buy in on the Steelers at all yet. So I'm actually going to go Browns minus two here. I thought they looked really good. I think the base 
the biggest thing for me with the Steelers is Kenny Pickett. I don't think Kenny Pickett is, is good at all. I think he's, mm-hmm. you know, potentially a bottom five quarterback in the league. I, at, at least this season, you know, he has some potentially still really, really young. But um, I, I have a hard time finding Kenny Pickett through two interceptions week one. Uh, Steelers are at home. The, the, the money is pretty split each way. Um, Browns looked really, really good week one against Cincinnati. Deshaun looked okay. Um, their, their defense looked really good. So uh, I, I personally think the Steelers are the worst team in that division. And I, I think that might be – I think you guys – I think that might be met with some disagreements from, from you two. But uh, I, I, I have a hard time buying into the Steelers with Kenny Pickett, at quarterback. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go Cleveland Browns minus two. Um, I, don't, I don't love it, you know, with them on the road. A, a big – Balance back opportunity for the Steelers. If, if they're as good as a lot of people expect them to be, they they can go zero and two in this division. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier with the Bengals. You know, an zero and two in this division is essentially a death sentence, especially when you know Browns and, and Ravens potentially are going two and zero. And so, um, big 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 game for the Steelers here. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and take Browns minus two though. Yeah, I honestly, this is a tough one. I couldn't lock it personally. Um, but I do. I like the Steelers in this spot. I was. You're. You're right. I. We were both like pretty high on Pittsburgh going into the season. Um, I bought into the Pittsburgh stuff. Uh, I had them in the playoffs. I. I didn't have them winning the division. Um, but I thought they could. Like I was high on this team, just because of how they finished last year. I thought maybe Kenny could take a jump, but it was not a good start. And now Deontay Johnson's hurt. It sounds like he's doubtful for this game. So, um. Yeah, it's like it does make sense why the Browns like have this line. Um, but also, I just I think Pitt, like you said, cars Pittsburgh has to have it. So I can't go all the way out on Pittsburgh yet. Um, so I'm gonna keep going Pittsburgh. But uh, yeah, um, that's it, boys. We got through it every single game. We got through our locks. You guys have anything else you want to talk on? I, I don't think so. I think I'm pretty good. That was a fun podcast. So. Yeah, I had a I had a great time. We'll see how you do. If you take our locks, uh, let us know how they do. Um, and so, yeah, do you guys do you guys remember your guys' locks? So I had the Bucks, Raiders, and Broncos. You guys recall your guys' locks? Yeah, I got mine. So I have um, so I have the Bills. So that's the one we're head to head on on the lock. Um, and then I have the Titans plus three as a lock. Um, I really like them. And then I have the Giants minus four and a half as another lock. Yeah, and then I have Atlanta minus one as a lock. I have Pittsburgh plus two as a lock and Baltimore plus three and a half as a lock. So there you go. Take it. Parlay it. See how it does. Um, But, yeah, I can't wait for week two. Got a pretty good Thursday night game. I mean, I thought it was a fine Thursday night game yesterday. Um, But – yeah, uh, can't wait for week two. Cars, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you, man. You're the GOAT. Uh, Got to keep having you on throughout the season. And, dude, I mean, the thing with basketball, like I just want to mention quickly while you're on, is it always sneaks up on me because we're literally like a month away <laughs> from the NBA, and that's just crazy to me. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if you want to fire off so many quick NBA thoughts, but yeah, man, I, I I know you're big into that, big Utah Jazz fan. If you want to shout your Twitter handle, anything, man, go ahead. You're the goat. Absolutely. So, Ty, Jeremy, thanks for having me on, guys. This was uh, uh, awesome, awesome, uh, awesome to always come on and, and shoot the shit with you guys. So, thanks for having me on. First of all, as far as uh, my Twitter handle goes, it's Utah Jazz Fan Forty Seven. Um, 
I, I, I fire off some, some controversial takes on there from time to time. So, uh, <laughs> well, if you follow either one of our accounts, it'll be a nice, uh, <laughs> calm <laughs> timeline compared to that. So, We got all the picks, bro. We got all the picks. We'll survive. But yeah, we're like right back to where we didn't want to be. I feel like kind of in no man's land right now. But but anyway, man. Yeah, I know you. I know you got to get going. So thanks, though, Carson. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you, Carson. Guys, take care. Absolutely. We'll see you. Thank you. Peace out, man. All right. Shout out Carson for joining Low Expect. He's a great guy. Yeah, give him a follow on Twitter. Um, he's he's the legend. We'll have him on a few uh, many other times. We got a bunch of guests lined up. Honestly, the momentum of low expectations is building. So, you guys better get on the train because yeah, we're building this and we're doing it pretty consistently. Gonna have a lot of guests on. So yeah, we got guests lined up all sorts. Like we got next three shows, four shows should have guests. So, um, yeah. But uh, me and Jay are going to finish out the pod with uh, what we do every week on the picks. Uh, we did a huge season preview last week, so we only got to this part. But every week we're going to do this. Um, we'll mention it quickly. We are I already mentioned it. The public fade this week is New England plus two and a half. It doesn't feel good, but that's the public fade this week. The public fades one and up. So you can't doubt the public fade right now. <laughs> it's one and oh. Cardinals hit for us. It never feels good. That's the whole point about the public fade. So... Yeah, it doesn't probably doesn't feel good bet in New England, but yeah, like Carson said, like we'll always mention on this pod, there's a reason Vegas has all those casinos, all those lights, and all that stuff. Cause yeah, I mean, you usually the public loses. So we gotta fade the public. Pat's two and a half. That's the public fade. Jay, you said that was one of you like that one. You picked the Pats, so I know you're on board with the public fade. Do you have anything else to say about that game? I just like their situation in the game. I like Miami coming into Foxborough against the, against that defense. I just I just think New England will get Miami not not necessarily win, but I think they cover, and I think it could be you know a two point one point ball game. Like this game's gonna come down to the wire. You can never you know discount uh, Belichick or that defense, and yeah, that that's why I take them on the public fade. I, I, I like them a lot this week. Yeah, they're so yeah, they're the public fade. Pads plus two and a half. It's one and oh. Can't doubt it. We'll see how it does this week. Um another potential public fade that we didn't go with, just if you want to try it, Panthers plus three and a half. We'll just say that quickly. But yeah, we got a few other segments we want to do. We got live dogs, can't lose parlay, can't lose teaser. Um so yeah, let's do the can't lose teaser first. Okay. Um 
so teaser, we're going to do 4.13 point teaser. Can't lose teaser. Um, we didn't do this last week, doing it this week. So there's no record. We're going to update the records as it goes. So yeah, public fade, want to know these next ones, zero and zero and zero. So we got three more segments. We'll get out of here. Uh, but yeah, uh, can't lose teaser. First team I got, Chiefs plus 10. So again, we're taking, if you don't want to know what a teaser is, we're taking 13 points from the spread and moving it the other way. So yeah, we got Chiefs. We're moving them, them to plus 10. And this teaser is minus 130, by the way. Um, the rest of the stuff we'll give you will be plus money. Um, but this one's minus. Chiefs plus 10. We got Titans plus 16. Giants plus eight and a half. So you're getting the Giants all the way up to eight and a half. And then you're getting the Bills to plus four and a half. How does that lose? It you tell me how that loses, Jay. It, it doesn't. I don't I don't see this teaser losing. I think the Chiefs, like they're playing against Jacksonville and on the original spread, they're favorited to win the ball game. And I think I like the Chiefs. So when you move it the other way, I I really like the Chiefs in that situation. I don't know how they could lose to Jacksonville by more than a touchdown or three points, if I'm being honest. And the Titans plus 16, I love it. You know, they're a road dog we love. And I, I just like it. I just don't see how it could lose, like, when you move the points the other way. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just hard to lose, like, Bills. Like, how are they going to lose plus four? I don't think they're going to lose outright. And even then, are they going to lose by four, more than four and a half? And then you got the Giants. Eight and a half against the Cardinals. Come on, man. This is a minus 130. This is a can't lose teaser. I'm telling you, folks. We're going to update these. So, but, yeah, I'm telling you right now. Can't lose teaser. Um, you mentioned the Titans, so let's go to live dogs. Okay. And live dogs, bro. What do you – like, we got two live dogs for you folks this week. Um, and basically, to explain what a live dog is, it's an underdog that's fucking live. Like, it's <laughs> live. They, they can win that ball game. They're – alive in that football game so yeah we got some live dogs that we're just taking we're taking them on the money line there's a plus in front of it and it's a live dog jay what do you got for a live dog i got titans plus 122 yes sir yes sir i think the titans have a really good shot to win this game honestly um i i think they should have won week one Tannehill play, played lackluster and I just don't see Tannehill doing that again. I think he's a mid-quarterback. I think he gets the job done. And like like you said earlier in the pod, you know, like Derrick Henry still looked like, you know, King Henry. Um, and I, I like the Titans in this situation. So I'm going to have to bet them plus 122 on the, on the money. So, yeah, I like them. Titans plus 122, folks. Um, another live dog we have. We both have these live dogs. Another live dog. We mentioned it on the section with Carson. Uh, he's on the Browns and the Chargers, so Carson hates our live dogs. But, <laughs> um, Berg, the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus one fifteen. I think they're a live dog for all the mention we the reasons we've already mentioned. So it's a good spot for them. I, I agree. mean, we're still high on Pittsburgh. They lost to a really, really, really good Niners team, and. I don't want to overreact to week one. I think that line is an overreaction to week one. I got Pittsburgh, bro. Pittsburgh plus 115. I know you like it as a live dog. There's our two live dogs. Um, should we find a third live dog? Yeah, let's get a third live dog for him. Just a battle. We're literally just looking at the lines right uh, now. but Dude, even... 
Like Chicago's not. I that think the bad. only live dog we would have to say after this, since we have them as our public fade, so it kind of goes with our public fade. It'd be New England. I mean, they're plus one thirty-six on the side I'm looking at. Plus two, if you think they're gonna win plus two and a half, like, and they're gonna cover that, I mean, good chance you might think they could possibly win the game. So why not take plus one thirty-six? Um, so yeah, I got them. I I think that'd be the only other one to add. Um, unless you, yeah, like I just think that'd be the only other one to add. Unless you wanted to do Bears, but I think we're all on the Bucks, so yeah. I think we got to stay there with Bucks. And yeah, so we're gonna go. And we'll add Pats as a live dog too, okay. potentially. Um, all right, and yeah, we'll finish it out now with the can't lose parlay. Um, yeah, so on this can't lose parlay, we have the Bills money line, we got the Giants money line, and we got the Broncos money line, and that comes out to plus one eighty one on the odds. And I just don't see how that loses. If I'm being completely honest, I think the Bills win against the Raiders. I think the Giants beat the Cardinals in. I think the Broncos, I think they show up, and I think they win this week. So that's the can't-lose parlay, and I just like the I like those three teams on that parlay. Yeah, all right. That's our can't-lose parlay. That total, if you take Bills' money line, Giants' money line, Broncos' money line, we're not giving you some juiced-up parlay, bro. That's plus 181. So got a plus in front of it, almost 2-1. to one. So, yeah. Um, I like it, dude, because, like, yeah, I mean – if you just simply look at it as like all those teams, like the, probably the most likely team to lose is Denver, you'd yeah. say. But I like Denver, so I think that is a good one. Um, we haven't keeping track of those rec. We'll keep track of those records now. Live dogs uh, can't lose parlay, can't lose teaser. We're already one to know on the public fade. So yeah, anything else, Jay? Uh, no, I don't have anything. Just wanted to say thank you for having me on the pod. It was a pleasure doing it with you and Carson. You know, I always love talking ball with you guys. It's it's always a great time. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're a goat, Jay. Appreciate you listening, everyone, and appreciate you coming on. Appreciate Carson coming on. And yeah, that's gonna do it, folks, for another episode of Low Expectations Podcast. Um, we're getting out of here. Enjoy your football Friday, folks. Peace.